Hallelujah. Thank you for tuning in to this powerful message by David Entry at Caris Phase 2, our Christ-centered youth services. You can never find Christ outside of the open word of God. May Jesus Christ reveal himself to you as you listen. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and then 7. Shall we all read it together from the screen? All right, let's go. from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. According as is chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will to the praise of the glory of his grace wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved in whom we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace amen in whom we have so pastor if the spirit is subject why have you left her to sit there? Sometimes God is working and it's not destructive. And based on discernment, sometimes you will leave her. So sometimes I say, leave her. Don't touch her. Don't do. These are all things that are based. It's not that every time it must be like that. Yeah. Why is it that sometimes some people I pray for them before I say bring them back? Yeah. Because sometimes God is still working on somebody. Yeah. And it's not destructive. When the Holy Spirit is working, it's not very destructive. Even though sometimes it can be a lot of movement. Haven't you seen how scarce it is for people to be hurt? When the whole, I've been praying for, I've seen wild things. It's, when reverence to come, it's like everything. And I've seen so many wild moves of God in our church. Hands are laying, people are flying. And it, in spite of all what is happening, people are falling on chairs. Sometimes someone can hit your jaw. You, you feel it, maybe. However, it doesn't become a problem. Do you understand that? Because the Holy Spirit is a spirit of order and decent spirit. Hallelujah. Now, let me finish this and go. Verse 7. Hmm. In whom? In whom we have redemption through his blood. In Christ, we have it. What is redemption? It's like God has to pay a price. How many know about um, I almost said porn crackers, porn brokers. <laughs> I think I'm hungry, that's why. <laughs> cash converters. How many of you have taken something to cash converters before? Or you bought something from cash converters? Yeah. Cash converters, all the things they sell are used items. Right. So somebody has an iPad but needs money. And so it takes it to the cash converters and then they give the person, let's say the iPad is 300 pounds, they give him 250. Because he needs the money to go and pay the phone that has been ringing off. <laughs> <laughs> so he, but then after they give you the money, 
you, do you know you can go and buy it back? You can go and pay money and buy it. You, so it used to be yours, now it's in the hands of other people. If you want it back, what you got, got to do? Buy it back. Now, that is a commercial terminology. In those days, it is called to redeem. So we were redeemed. I've taught it before, but it doesn't spoil. A lot of meat does not spoil a soup. So redemption is to buy back. So this belongs to me. And I needed money. So I gave it, I gave it to you. And then you paid me. It is too heavy. Okay, let me take it. <laughs> you paid me this. Okay. Now I've been able to use the money, but I want, I want my thing back. So now I also have to now pay back whatever the price is. Now pay back so I can redeem it. And the Bible says that we were redeemed. In whom we have redemption. How did we get it? What was the price that was paid for our redemption? Is the blood of Jesus. So when someone tells you the death of Jesus doesn't really matter. That's the devil's language. Did you remember when Jesus in Matthew chapter 16 said, I'm going to die on the cross. Said, I'm going to Jerusalem. The son of man has to go to Jerusalem. Bible said from that time, he began to tell them how the son of man must go to Jerusalem. Jesus began to show unto them how his disciple how that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and raised again uh, uh, and be raised again on the third day. He started telling them that's his death. And Peter, Peter said, no. Peter took him aside and began to tell him off. Can you imagine? Jesus, no, you won't die. This will never happen. God forbid. God forbid you will not die. Jesus, you will not die. That's why when Jesus said, I'm going to die, he said, if everybody forsake you, me, I will die for you. Peter was always quick to talk. He said, no, you won't die. You won't die. Jesus, you won't die. Then what happened? Jesus turns to him and tells him, you are, get behind me. I can't hear you. Get behind me. So you see, anything that neutralizes or marginalizes or nullifies or makes of non-effect or makes unimportant the death of Christ is satanic. That's from Jesus' mouth. Satan. Peter was talking about it. He said, Satan. It's Satan at work. This is Satan at work. So when you see those people of other religions who tell you that we also know about Jesus, but he didn't die. Ah, Satan is already talking. Already talking. Satan does not want to um, accept the death of Jesus Christ because that's the only thing that can redeem us. In Acts chapter 20, verse 28, take it to yourself and to the flock over which the Holy Spirit has made you overseer to shepherd the church of God, which he did what? Purchase. He purchased, what, what did he? Ah, so you see the word purchase? You see purchase? That's you buy. Another word for redeem. Buy, but what did he pay to buy? His own blood. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 20. Look at this. First Corinthians, let's already out from the screen. Let's go. One more time. One more time. Now, this is Apostle Paul talking to the church, not to human beings, not to all humanity, 
not to the world. He's talking to the church. And he said, church, you have been bought with a price. How? Who, who has been bought? The church. If you are part of the church, you have to be bought with a price. So he said, for ye church have been bought with a price. Let's read it again. Let's go. Let's read it all together. Let's go. For ye are bought with a price. Uh-huh. So, so when you are in church, your body belongs to God, not your boyfriends. Your body belongs to God, not a girl. Yes. So you, it below, he said, which are God's? Your, your, did you hear that? Your body belongs to God. Your spirit belongs to God. So you are bought with a price. That means that somebody paid a certain price to buy us. And we can understand clearly from Scripture that the price that was paid was the blood of Jesus. That's why when he went on the cross, in fact, he went to pray in Gethsemane in Matthew chapter 26, verse 36, and he says that, Father, verse 38, 39, if it is possible, let this cup come pass, but not as I will, but let your will. If it was, I didn't want to really die, who will see death and want to go for it? It's not natural for anyone to want to die. So when someone is suicidal, it's an attack on their mind. In fact, anytime someone is suicidal, it's an, it's, in fact, suicide is one of the highest demonic influences. So anytime you feel suicidal, it's a very high-level demonic attack on your life. Because Satan is a murderer. He wants to end your life. In, Matthew, in John chapter 10, verse 10, he said, the thief comes not to, but to steal, kill, and destroy. That's Satan's assignment. Satan is a killer. In John chapter 8, verse 44, he said, you are of your father, the devil, for he was a murderer from the beginning. Satan is a killer. And he was holding the power of death. And he was using the power of death to destroy lives, to destroy people's potential, to destroy people's marriages, to destroy people's future. He was using the power of death. So in Hebrews chapter, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14, he says that for this reason, the son of man was man, for as much as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also, talking about Jesus, he himself likewise shared in the same, the same mean flesh and blood. He has to be a human being, flesh and blood, Jesus Christ. Why? So that he might destroy him who has the power of death, which is the devil. So he had the power of death. And now look at the next verse. So he, in his dying, he destroyed the devil's power. The devil, so, and, and released those who through fear of death are all their lifetime subject to bondage. Wow. So when we are in Christ, we have been released from that bondage. Say, I'm free. I'm free. Say, I'm free. I'm free. So in, in, in running up, I want you to understand in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7 that in him, in Jesus, when you are in Jesus, there's something you have. There's something you have. What do we have? Oh, I can't hear. What do we have? What do we have in Christ? What do we have in Christ? Anyone who has redemption is a redeemed person. That's why you can hear some churches say redeemed. Redeemed is just, that's the state of, of every believer, I'm redeemed. And who is the redeemer? Jesus. I want to end by adding this because some of you, you need to hear this. What's the meaning of redemption? Do you want me to tell you at all? Do you want to tell you what I'm about to say that a lot of people don't know? What's the meaning of redemption? Ah? Huh? I can't hear ya. Louder. To buy. Right? So 
In Acts chapter 20, verse 20, he said, God purchased the church with his own blood. He bought it. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 20, we read here, you are bought with a price. Okay. So when you are buying something, if I go to the cash from converters, you are a cash converter, okay? And I, I sold you my item. And now, okay, I gave you my, this is better. I sold you this, and you paid me this, and I want to buy it. Who do I pay to? Who do I make the payment to? You. To buy back. Right? So to buy something, you have to pay somebody. So who took the payment for the blood of Jesus? Try and ask that pastor. Only a few pastors who really teach God's word, no distance. They, God paid the price. Who took the payment? Oh, this is as simple as that. Don't you know? Who? Eh? God took the payment from God. Huh? It's the devil now. God paid to the devil. Why would God pay the devil? A thief. You don't pay a thief for collecting your stuff. God did not pay the devil. Those of us who are always delivering, delivering, delivering. God did not. <laughs> How long do you need deliverance for? That man that was mad, the man, the madman of Gadara, when Jesus set him free from the tomb. Does he have to be did every month again? <laughs> How long do you need deliverance? But as for teachings, every day. Okay, Pastor, I have a question. How about a miracle church? Miracle? You can't need miracle almost every day. So it's kind of, it's fine. Even deliverance is fine. It depends on how much you want to stop sinning. <laughs> Some people, it's not deliverance they need. It's discipline. Discipline, you need. It's not deliverance. Oh, I need deliverance. I can't stop it. Be disciplined and put restrictions on yourself. Well, let me finish this. So who did God pay the price? The blood. Jesus' blood. Jesus shed his blood to pay for who? To pay who? The devil. No. On the cross, rather, he was crushing the devil. He said, uh, we just read in Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14. He destroyed, he destroyed the devil. He said, that, he, that, that is by destroying who, who has the power. That, that's the devil. So on the cross, he was destroying the devil. But who was he shedding his blood to pay the, the price for our redemption to? Who? Why? In what way is God going to collect the blood? And why would God ask for blood? Because according to the system of God's government, God's legalities, the wages of sin, and the life of everything is in the blood. So to die, blood must go. That is why from the Old Testament, for God to forgive their sins, they have to, watch this, watch this, they have to appease, it's called atonement, appease the justice of God. So God has justice, and he will by no means spare the guilty. So the justice of God must be met. So it says that temporarily, since you can't meet it, and according to Hebrews chapter 9, verse 21 and 22, 22 in particular, is that by according to the law, almost all things are purified by, by blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no, remission means removal of sins. So blood must flow for sins to be covered. 
Do you remember John chapter 1 verse 29? Behold the Lamb of God who does what? He takes away. That's why his lamb, he's not lamb for food. He's lamb for, so his blood can take away sins. So according to the justice of God, sin must be punished. Sin must be punished. And every sin is punishable by death. And the life of a thing is in the blood. So if you take away the blood, you have taken away the life. And so in the Old Testament, since human beings cannot pay for their own, because if I'm going to pay for my sins, that means I'm dying. But God wants me to live. So he said, let's put in a system. Let's put in, let's use animal blood. Clean animal, not pig, not bat, not snake. We need lamb. We need sheep. We need cow, bulls. Let's not dog, not cat. Those animals are not clean animals. That's why they are not meant to be eaten. But the good news is, if you are in Christ, you can eat anything now. But pure blood, clean blood, is bull and goat, or lamb. Sorry. So Jesus, God put a system in place, sacrifice the lamb and bring the blood. And when the high priest comes to the holies of holies once a year, he presents the blood on the mercy seat so that God can have mercy on the people. But that blood could not take away sins. It just covered sins. It's called atonement. Until one day, it covered the sins for so long because one day the original lamb is coming to take away the sin. So now, it, the blood of Jesus was paid to the justice of God. So, you know, we sing this song, till on the cross as Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied. It's called propitiation. Romans chapter 3 verse 24 to appease the the justice of God. So God is so pure. God is so just. If a serial killer kills so many people and afterwards when they arrest him, he kills himself. Is that at the end? No, he must be punished. Who will punish these guys? Who will bring them to justice? There's the final judge. Even if you kill yourself, the final judge, you'll meet him. So he has justice. Now, tell me why he shouldn't punish you who have also been breaking his law. Tell me why you think somebody must be punished, but yours is not enough. Okay, someone has been driving uh, on a, nowadays 20 miles per hour, and he's, he's doing 50 miles per hour, okay? And police stops him, and they say, this is dangerous, you kill somebody. And he said, please punish him. And he has crossed seven traffic lights. But me, please, I only crossed one, so let me go. If they have to punish that one, or take it to court, then you also... Do you understand that if, if this is for sale and it's 100 pounds and you bring, you, or you're buying it online, Amazon, how much? 100 pounds. And you put in 98 pounds, will you be able to buy it? No. How about the one who put in two pounds? You can't say, but mine is better than his two pounds. So, no, no. We are all, we've all fall short of the standard. So, he said, this one is a big sin, this one is a small sin, it's no problem. We are all, for all have sinned. Oh, it's in the Bible. For all have sinned, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. 
So if all have sinned, then the wages of sin is death. All might die. All must die. That's why Jesus has to die in a, not his own death. He died for us. That's why he died to, to do what? To, to satisfy the justice of God and to redeem us from the punishment of God. And now, if you are in Christ, there is now no more condemnation for you. Now, if you are in Christ, Christ, you have redemption by his blood. Guess what? He didn't just say redemption by his blood. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. We, in whom we have redemption through his blood. And watch, watch this. The big one, the big one. Did you see those four words? The big one. What do we have again? Forgiveness of sins. Forgiveness of sins. That's why it doesn't matter what you have done. You can always come back to Jesus. Why? That's why he died on the cross. To secure forgiveness of sins for you. Any message which tells anyone that you cannot be forgiven, it is not of God. It's, it's not good news. In what way is that good? But the good news is, it doesn't matter who you are. The songwriter, let me add one more song and I, I can end. The vilest offender, the vilest offender, doesn't matter how wild your offense is. The vilest offender who truly believes when that moment from Jesus a pardon one more time the vileless offender who truly believes that moment from Jesus a pardon receive one more time the vileless of doesn't matter your sins it doesn't matter how wild, what wild you have done. But if you truly believe, that very moment from Jesus, you are forgiven. That's why Jesus told the thief on the cross, I tell you that today you shall be with me in paradise. He, had, he, doesn't, he didn't have to come to the cross to be baptized, come off the cross to be baptized. He didn't have to come off the cross to go and say sorry to those people he has hurt. That moment, the violence offender who truly believed that moment from Jesus, a pardon received. That moment from Jesus, you are promoted, a pardon received. Thank you for choosing to listen to this message by David Entry. We hope you were blessed by it. You can connect with David Entry on all relevant social media platforms, including TikTok and Threads. There's also many more messages to listen to from David Entry on all relevant streaming platforms and on the Carish Church app. Be blessed.